Hi, this is Janet Gallen welcoming you to Love Letters Live. And today's guest happens to be a dear friend of mine and an interesting, remarkable man, Steve Spitz. I don't even know where to begin. Steve, I'm just going to turn it over to you for a minute to say hello. Oh. Yes, it's good to see you. Oh, great seeing you always. Well, okay, that's one of the things that I want to say about you. We've been friends for many years now, thanks to your sister, who became a friend, thanks to some other, you know, there's always kind of a long trail that brings us, you're nodding, yes, right? That's right. Yes, and I, I just had the, the fun and the privilege of being your friend for a long time. And one of the things about you that I noticed right away is you have an interesting way of seeing the world and being in it. And one of the things about you is that you make everyone else feel so valuable. Do you know that about yourself? Oh, that's awfully nice of you to say. I feel that about other people. I know, and it comes out very clearly. Have you always been like that? Do you know something? I think I probably have. Yes. I think I'm, I'm going back in time. Okay. I just don't know if I've always expressed it ah, okay. necessarily, but I well, let's go back in time a little bit for you. First of all, I want to say that, you know, we could talk about this later if you'd like to, but for those of you who are not aware of this yet, Steve was, is, the um, one of the stars of a wonderful television special called Love on the Spectrum. And if you want, we could talk about how you got into this, but you were born and raised in San Francisco, right? Very close, Janet. Uh I was born down in Los Angeles. I didn't remember that. Oh, that's okay. I wouldn't expect you to. We moved up here when I was very little. I think I was only four years of age. Well, what we was your family up. doing in Los Angeles at that point? Was that your dad's business? Exactly. That's right. Tell us about that. Yes. My grandfather started the business the guest informant. And then my father joined in with him. And uh, it began in Los Angeles. And some years later, my father thought he would expand the company. And he thought of coming up here. But and why he, up here? Well, I think, in part, my mother, who came from London, enjoyed the cool weather oh. and the fog. Sure. Up here. Yes. And he also felt that San Francisco is another great city for tourism, sure. like Los Angeles. But more so, you're right. Uh, probably even more so up at here. That, at that time. You know, that guest informant, I think I told you this, but we have so many connections in life. You and I have so yes. many. My brother, every time we would go someplace, we didn't travel a lot, but when we went someplace and we checked into a hotel, the first thing my younger brother would do is run for the coffee table in that hotel room or the chest of drawers and grab the guest informant. What do you know? He loved that book. Isn't that? Yes. And he doesn't remember much right now, I'm sorry to say, but he remembers oh. that. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay, so what, nice what, to hear. what was life, well, I don't know how much you remembered from when you were before four years old, 
But what was life like for you in San Francisco? Wow. What do you well, remember best? What do you love best? I'm so glad you're asking. I think moving up here when I was about four mm -hmm. and uh, living out toward the avenues, we were out near West Portal for oh, starters. I didn't know that either. Okay. Oh, what do you know? And uh, we went to school over there. Where did, was, you go to, where did you go to school? Oh, it's West Portal Elementary School. It's a public school. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, we went to um, Herbert Hoover Junior High School. I remember that, yeah. Oh, sure. 14th Avenue and Santiago. And then we moved from the sunset side of the park over to the Richmond. Mm -hmm. And we had transferred to Presidio Junior High School. And it was a, a neat thing because I had made a lot of friends over on the sunset side. Oh, I was going to ask you about friendships. Okay, go ahead. Oh, fantastic friendships. How nice. Many of them are never a dull moment. And uh, when we moved, which I was a little apprehensive about doing because I had made so many friends on the other side. Sure. Although when we moved, I began to make a number of great friends in the Richmond as well. And after a while, I would introduce my friends from the Richmond oh, good. over to my friends in the sunset. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really nice. A lot of neat guys from these public schools. Many of them are characters. In fact, I often share these memories with Shoray, for example. Uh -huh. And uh, I even take her out there quite a bit. And now, do you want to tell us tell us who Shore is? So will the people Oh, I beg your pardon. I wasn't so right. certain if everybody knew. Shore is a lovely lady. She works as my assistant. Uh -huh. And uh, it's a funny thing. Whenever she and I take a little trip, we tend to go out into those avenues. And I love to share with Shore some of these places that I would frequent what as I was they? growing up. What do you remember the most fondly frequenting? One of them is every Saturday morning, I would, my, I would ride my bicycle up to the Twin Peaks area. Whoa. I know it's a funny thing. And I still enjoy looking at the view of Twin Peaks, which I always look at when I'm right across the street from your house. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I, I have a question about that. I happen to be very bad with direction. And well, apparently... <laughs> Thank you, dear. <laughs> you apparently were good enough at something directionally that you could find your way and ride your bike alone up there to Twin Peaks and find uh, your I, I couldn't do that. Oh, well, thank you. I think what happened was a friend of mine and his father drove me up there one time and my friend's father allowed my friend as mm -hmm. a 10-year-old boy to lean over and steer, of course, the father. Oh, the car. 
Yes, the car. We were coming around all the turns that go up to Twin Peaks. And when I arrived up there, I thought, wow, this place is really neat. Uh, we had a little view of it out of my bedroom window in Forest Hill. And I would look at it, but I never knew what it was like until I had gone up there. And I thought, wow, this is great. And I remember the direction because it came from above West Portal and the road that led up toward it. And uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to try and ride the bicycle up there. So you were a brave boy. I think I might have been. <laughs> don't you ask me. How. So, well, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> I mean, I would love to, but I don't know that you would know. So I know that um, you tend to see the world a little differently than some. Yes. And tell us about that. What was how, how did that how did that help you in life? You know <laughs> something? I, I'm so glad you're asking, Janet, because in many ways I would have thought, uh-oh, I don't process things like other people. How did and, you know that? Oh, because when I was in school, mm -hmm. teachers would talk and give directions and I was not able to follow directions. My mind would have a tendency to wander, uh -huh. think about other things like riding the bicycle up <laughs> in Twin Peaks or whatever. And uh, honest to goodness, I don't think I was able to grasp a lot of things in school. Like what uh, kind of things are hard to grasp? I would say arithmetic. Oh, yeah. Uh, one area that I used to bond with, and I do very much, is playing with words, ah. sounds, even people's names. Uh -huh. And uh, that was always going on. Uh, and I used to share them with the other boys a little bit here and there, and some of them would laugh. But I think I kept a lot of them to myself because I was also trying at that time to fit in. Well, all other. children, all children do that, right? Yes. I think you're probably right. I, I would say so. Yes. It's, hard, it's it, hard to stand out as, as different. Thank you, Janet. Exactly. Although, but now that you're a grown man, do you see standing out as different as a plus? I mean, you're such a unique fellow. Oh, you're so beautiful. You know, I want to really, I want to thank you for asking that question. I think you are correct. At this point, yes, I think the best way to go in my case is to just be that person who I am and not worry so much about what other people think because the intentions are going to be good anyway. Of course they are with you, yes. Thank but you're, you. You're such an appealing person with a lot to say and a oh. lot of life experience that, you know, is different in some ways. But how did your, how did your parents, oh, by the way, I never knew your mother, but I understand she was, no questions asked, one of the most beautiful women ever lived. Oh, uh, I understand what? that from I understand that from a few people we have in common that she was just gorgeous. I know that's shallow oh, and who cares, but still. You know something? She would say the same thing about you, Janet. <laughs> and, you know, it's a funny thing. I know 
what you mean in a way it might sound a little bit shallow. What's really amazing that I have to share, mm -hmm. as far as my mother is concerned, is tremendous depth. Uh-huh. And uh, a very lovely and understanding woman. In what ways? Very good with people. Oh, Always so you come to, it, to make you... others feel good. Oh, so you come to that naturally. You I come to that right. genetically, huh? I think you're right, Janet. Yeah. I think I take after my mother in many ways. Uh, yes, that's right. I'd like to think I take after my father too. Okay, so and I mean I knew your father. I didn't know your mother, yes, but I knew you your did. father rather well. We were friends. Yeah. And um this was long after your mother was gone. You're right. And how would you like how would you like to take after him? Well, he was a very generous, loving man from what I Oh, yes, you're correct. Well, right there are some wonderful areas where I would like to take after him. I, uh, I'm different in a lot of ways, but boy, I'll tell you though, I feel like I'm absolutely a part of him. There's no question about it. Um, a real man's man. And, and sure. what, what does that mean actually? Well, it's, in my opinion, kind of like, um, not like macho, but uh, how would I put it? Strong. Uh, strong. Thank you, Janet. Yes. And, uh, and s growing up, I always knew that about him. And I always had a little bit of an insecurity that I wasn't like him in mm -hmm. those ways. So I used to think, oh, well, you know, you want to be like your dad. And there were other boys that kind of reminded me of my dad also. When you were growing up? Yes, when I was growing up. And I admire them all. Mm -hmm. I think I probably made a mistake trying so hard to be like they are when that's not really who I am. Although right. I appreciate them. Yes, yes. Being that way. Now, are you still friends with some of the boys, men now that you went to school with? Yes. So you've yes. kept in touch. Yes, certainly with some of them. In fact, I'd like to find more of them if I can. Oh, interesting. Okay, how would you go about that? Because sure, I can help you with that, I'm sure. I think so. Sometimes we look them up. On Shorey. the internet. Yes, that's right. And uh, for some of them that um, I'm not sure about, Mm -hmm. She can always help me with that. But what's so funny is I tell Shuri so many stories about a number of these fellows. And it's almost as if she knows them. I, can I do impersonations. That. Oh, do you? Uh-huh. <laughs> can we ask you to do one? Sure. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you want to say the names of any, but let's, let's say. I know. You're kind of reading my mind. I probably better... Uh, possibly better not do that <laughs> oh okay but i mean you don't have to say that but yes so you do that privately yes yes pretty much yes pretty much now I, what is it that you value most in a friendship i would say 
someone who really understands me mm -hmm. and accepts me for who I am and doesn't judge me. How would you just, define yourself? Like you say, accepts you for who you are. How would you define who you are? A person with good intentions. Really? And, and, yeah. and I, there are a lot of areas that I'm not very strong in, mm -hmm. but I want to use all the little goodies that I possibly can to help others out. Yes. Yes. And I think that that probably runs in your family also, that ability to help others, doesn't it? I think it does, Janet. I absolutely agree with you. Let me ask you something. So you were, if, if you feel like talking about it, I became aware of your um, part in Love on the Spectrum, the, the TV special. Yes. Your sister told me about it. Oh, I would, right. I wouldn't have known about it otherwise. It was one of the most elevating, wonderful. The only thing wrong with it was that it ended. Oh, that was just I could have watched. I could have watched for days on end because, you know, there's something I think very uplifting and joyful about looking for people, looking at people just trying to find love. Yes. So did you did you date at all when you were in high school or beyond that? You know or? What? Not so much. Mm -hmm. Not so much. I, I kind of wish I had in a way. I, I think back then I was making a mistake by hanging around fellows that just wanted to go out to clubs and look for women a lot. And uh, I don't think I ever had made a commitment with anyone but does that I'd seem like, i'm sorry go ahead oh i'm sorry uh, but i think i'd like to do that now if i can okay, so, so what opened your eyes about that i mean here you are a very sweet wonderful good-looking man anybody oh, be lucky to have you oh you're such you know? a dog so what would you what would you be looking for and what made you decide that it might be a good time to try Well, I think it's because it's something I had never experienced mm -hmm. really before. And uh, I think it would be a real adventure for me. Was it an adventure as much as you did it? I think so. It, I, I just never uh, committed to anybody. Sure. I was always looking and hunting around. And some of my friends would say, come on, there are plenty of fish in the sea <laughs> right on so, the other hand it's not a fish that you want but right what what would you look for in a woman by the way let's talk about this because somebody may be watching this and think that's me go ahead oh what what is a value to you like what would you be looking for and what do you think men look for in women in general you know, that's a really good question because I, I'm beginning to realize I think different men mm -hmm. might be looking for different things. Uh, but I happen to like a woman who's very warm in personality mm -hmm. and very down to earth and patient, uh, understanding, of mm -hmm. course, accepting. And um, it's a funny thing, Janet. It, it, it's a chemistry that I oh, yeah. feel 
and I don't always know how to describe how I, how it happens. But sometimes I can meet a lady and almost immediately she will have a special energy about her. Yes. And it's chemistry, really neat. Yeah. And chemistry is not negotiable. You either have it or you don't. I think you might be right. I yeah. think you might be right. You can't and, talk and, yourself into something that's not there. Mm -hmm. No, no, that's right. And sometimes I just happen to run across a lady that has a certain special something going that I couldn't even describe. So are that, you brave, are you brave enough to go up to that woman if you met like at a party or some event and say, you know, I'd love to see more of you. Do you want to get together? Uh you know, I hope that I have that bravery. Mm -hmm. I do have a fear of the rejection. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I might think, uh oh, am I good enough? Uh, you know, because I have a lot of insecurities. I'm neurodiverse. I'm not good at a lot of things. I might but not but be. You're, but you're good at some of the most important things. Well, That's I think. The thing that's most important, I know nobody's asking me my opinion, but I'd like to offer it. I think making other people feel welcome in your life is one of the most important gifts you can give someone. Oh, that's you nice. You are so good at that. Oh, thank you, Janet. That's what I have to say about that. Okay. Oh, that's very meaningful to hear. So are, has your life changed at all since this um, TV special? Are people approaching you? What's Oh, yes, they really are, uh, Janet. In fact, it's a little, it's a wonderful thing, almost a little overwhelming. I, I'm not able to completely take it in, almost as if it's a little bit surreal. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's very lovely. It's very, very nice. Everybody that sees us will stop and say hello. They're oh, even now on the street, so they recognize you. Oh, yes. Oh, how nice. They, I know it's 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 hard to believe, and um, the the nice thing that they say is that they appreciate my being genuine. Uh huh. And on that show, it is exactly who I am. And sometimes Shoray will say these words to those people. She'll say, "What you see is what is what you get." Well, I have a question about that because I you know I saw that more than once because it was so wonderful. And oh, I think kind of the overriding or an overriding quality is the um, that everybody in that world is genuine. Yes. There, there's, no, there's no need to dissemble or to make stuff up. That's right, Janet. I agree with you very much. This is a wonderful thing. I need to do more of these things. Sure. Well, you know, oh, I was going to say, you know, Shoray has a word, organic. Mm -hmm. We do things organically a lot sure. of the time. Sure. And yeah. we go with our own true feelings. Right. Tell me, tell me more about that you like to play with words, because I happen to like that a lot, too. Really? I like, oh. the, I like the rhythm of it and the repetitive and the kind of the clickety-clack that goes on. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. You know, it's the funniest thing. I, um, I love creating words 
from others. Oh. And um, it's, it's just the funniest thing. I love to take people's names, throw them in the middle of sentences. <laughs> and it's so really... Are you, a, are you a sound person? You're kind of... I think so. You're attracted by sound and rhythm? Yes, I believe you're correct. Thank you for asking. I sometimes don't know how to describe what it is, but I think that is that sounds right to me. It does sound right to me too, just knowing you as I do. Well, yes, I, I you do. Doing this with me, it's always so much fun to talk to you. Oh, the other way around. Thank wow. you, dear. Thank you. And let's get together, you and me and Shore, for one of those little courtyard tea parties like we had. Oh, that's right. Gosh, yeah. what a what a great experience. Wasn't that wonderful? We just happened Very to run nice. into each other on the street and we just kind of. Um, I love it. So everybody's really rooting for you to find somebody. Oh, thank that, you. I think, I think you might be right. Yes, I think so. I'm uh, almost not used to that going on, that. but I think so. Now, I have a question just because it's an ongoing question. And then is friendship? You know, in my view, friendship is the best. So yes. even if we in life don't find a life partner to spend, you know, the rest of our days with in a romantic way, friendship is worth gold. It is. There's no question about it, Janet. I agree with you and, completely. And easier to easier to deal with and quite a gift. So I don't know if you ever heard anybody say the phrase, well, you know, we're not, we're not romantic. We're just friends. And oh, yeah. you know, I, ha I think I have a little bit here and there. Yeah. Just friends as if that's less somehow. Yes. I think that just friends is, it, it always strikes me a little bit, um, you know, that people want to say that's somehow less than a romance or it's not as good. It's great. Yes, it is. Uh, I I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, it's something that should not be judged. That's right. By anyone well, else. A lot of things should. I'm so glad that you're talking about that not being judged. You don't find that you're being judged now as an adult. You probably never were, but you didn't know that, huh? Oh, uh, you know what? I may not have known that. I I'm feeling more that way now. Thank goodness. But I think. Years back, I must have thought maybe I was being judged a little bit, or I'd worry about what people thought of me. Now, did your were your parents aware that you worried about that? Was your mother aware of that? I'm so glad you're asking, Janet. Um, you know what? She might have been a little bit. You know, she was telling me something. I, I think I should mention this to you because, of course, and I appreciate your lovely words about my mother and I, I can assure you she would love you I, I, I know that and she was very much into putting herself together like you always you know going out and making the best of her appearance and uh I used to always tell her I said well I've got to go out and meet a nice hottie lady somebody like you and she would laugh and everything and you know what she would say to me yeah. she'd say don't go for the looks 
Oh, good for her. Yes. And I used to say, well, look at you. And she says, and she would not think of herself like that. And she thought all women were beautiful. And she would even say, I can make any woman beautiful because she knew how to do the makeup and all the cosmetics. I don't know what all you women mm -hmm. were doing with all those things, but she was um, very, <clears throat> very much into me having a, a special woman who's very kind, very down to earth. And also my father, he used to say things along very similar lines. And, uh, he also used to tell me, you know, I can see you with a lady that's, you know, kind of a, just a good, uh, someone with a nice disposition. And someone and, who loves you. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I think, or do you think, that because what parents want for their children really is to be happy. Yes, yes. And to be with somebody who do you would your would your mother and your father be happy at your life now? I'm so glad you're asking. I uh, I think so. I would in, think in so. many ways. Yes, I, I think, think so. I think the way you have evolved is just what parents want. Yes, you're you're independent. You're graceful, you're loving, you've got devoted friends. Yeah, that's what we want for our children. Thank you, Janet. Oh, I want you to know, thank you for doing this with me. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. So likewise, this is thank great. You, As your dating life progresses, if it does to the point where you do meet somebody that you want to make a life with, I know <laughs> there are many of us who want to be the first to know. But I just, I wish you well in it. And I know that you will continue a life of making other people feel graceful and valuable. And you know That's, why you can do that? Because you're that way, because you are oh, a graceful, valuable human being. Oh, you're so. Kind of, and that's kind of contagious. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you goodbye for now. And let's meet up on the street and get together. I would love that. Okay. We would love it. Yes, and yes. I'll mention this to show, right? I did. I actually talked to her on the phone about it. We'll do it. We'll get together. Oh, so meanwhile, cool. I'm just, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. We didn't talk about it. real quick. Do you ever write love letters? No. You know what? I, I, I wouldn't have anybody to write it to. I, I never. Oh, well, first of all, you could write one to yourself for how far you've come in this life. Oh. You could write one to your parents, to each of them, oh. about what you loved. And you can always mail it to somebody. You could mail it to your sister, Michelle. Say, dear right. Michelle, I'm, I'm writing to mom and dad, but I'm going to send it to you just because I want it to land someplace loving. You could, you know, send it to your other sister also. Yes. There's always someone to write to. Sure. And if, and if you feel like, you know, you need help in the actual physical writing of it or you don't have the patience, I'm sure, sure, I would help you actually do the physical writing. Will you think about that? Yes. Yes. Dear Stephen, I'm 60. How old are you now? Oh, 64. Okay. So dear Stephen, I'm writing to you. I know that you're 64 now. And I got a few things to say about how you've lived your life. And then just list it all and mail it to yourself. Wow. 
put it wow. in an envelope, put a stamp on it, mail it to yourself. And when you get that letter, you open it and read it. And you're going to be surprised at what you feel. Wow. Will you do it and let me know how it works out? I, I think so. I, uh, I'll have think to think about it anyway. Yes. Because yeah. um, we just had to talk about that because I'm about the power of love letters, you know? Right. And powerful and yeah. And who could be, you know, more, more deserving of one than you? Oh, you're awfully kind. Okay. I hope you'll do I'll, that. Let me know how it works out. Okay. Thank you, Janet. Thank okay. you so much. Here. I will oh. talk to you later. Exactly. With I look love. Let's sign off. Oh, how great of you. Thank you so much again. Yes. How beautiful. You. A pleasure. Oh, me too. Talk oh, to you later. Bye, Annie. You know I Bye. look forward. Me too. I love it. Thank you again, Janet. Uh, how does this thing? Uh, oh. Oops. Oops. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm just going to tell you goodbye. And we'll talk later.